Cooper Talk. I'm your host, Steve Cooper, and remember I'm only as hip as my guest. And I gotta tell you, people, um, it's very funny. I had a weird dream. Well, well lovely Joanna's doing uh, background work right now, and she's loving it. She, they always call her. Central Casting always calls her. People are pissed because she doesn't even want to be an actress. She just thought it'd be good to make extra money, and they always call her. But the problem was, today, she had a uh, very, very early call. But it's like, <laughs> she had to wake up at, uh, well, she had to wake up at 3.30 in the morning. So, which means... I'm going to wake up because we're in the same room. Actually, I fell asleep on the couch for a little bit. I slept downstairs till like 2.30 and I went up. But what's funny is after I fell back asleep, I had a weird dream. And it, no lie, it involved my guest today. <laughs> and what happened was, for some reason, we were doing the show. And maybe that's why there was technical difficulties when I got in here today. And I was interviewing him over the phone, which I never do. I turn down guests because I it's just it's an hour show. And the weirdest thing is I'm interviewing him over the phone in the back of like a sports bar, like a little private room, and I can't hear him, and he's a host of a new show, which we'll talk about, and it's the easiest name to remember, and I couldn't remember it, and I'm flubbing it, and he, I can tell he's getting pissed, and I can't hear him. So then the phone just disconnects, and I thought he hung up on me, so I call back, and I said, you hang up with me? He goes, no, and I go, well, I couldn't hear you, I don't know what we're gonna do, and then a waitress brings in a party at 25 <laughs> to sit in a section. That was my dream, then I woke up, and then I went, I hope that doesn't happen today. And it didn't. My and guess now is, I'm here, though. Yeah, my guest is Frank Nicotera. How you doing? <laughs> this guy was in your dream. This is last night. Yes, it's so weird. It was actually, more, uh, after 3.30 in the morning today. So probably, <laughs> I fell asleep probably at 3.45. I woke up. But what's funny was I was going through my uh, my, my books. And and last time you were on okay. was almost three years ago. Wow, yeah, it's been and, a while. And I looked, and you were episode on my website you were episode 53 okay now i'm up to 383 oh my god wow and last time you were on and Jeez. you gotta tell me how this went you were about to do your friend's wedding and there was a possibility that <laughs> oh, that's right. wilson phillips yeah. may have played okay. or something Th- yeah my my friend and my friend Derek and uh his wife sarah um it was march 17th i remember because they got married on saint patrick's day Okay. Uh, so I guess three years ago, like you said, they just had a baby last week. So wow. this is unbelievable. Yeah, they just had a baby. So I had posted on Facebook or something that, hey, I just got ordained and I'm going to marry two of my friends this, you know, next weekend or whatever. And someone I know in the TV business got a hold of me and said, hey, would they want Wilson Phillips to come perform at their wedding? And I'm like, what are you talking about? And they're like, well, you know that scene in the movie Bridesmaids. Where they, you know, that's the big song that the girls all sing. Well, they're doing a reality show with Wilson Phillips, and they're looking for a wedding in L.A. They're on tour. This is the one day we can do it. Your wedding fits perfectly. Would you do it? So I called my friends up, told them the idea, and uh, Derek works in television, too, and he goes, you know what? He goes, I I just don't want to do it. I'm like, what? He goes, you know, they're going to have to do it two or three times, and there's going to be cameras, and it's going to be intrusive on our day. And I get that point, and I totally get it, and I agree with him on that, but I'm like, I could get Wilson Phillips for you at your wedding. That's exactly. epic. Are you kidding me? Come on. It's, so unfortunately, we didn't do it. I, but I, I married them, and they're doing great, and they just had a, a baby girl. But, I mean, anyone out there listening, if someone said, I can get Wilson Phillips to come sing Hold On, in and out, which we were told in 15 minutes or so, uh, and especially if it's if it's a reality show, they're probably using like little DV cams. It could have been in and out, but they refused it. So I don't know what wedding they did. I don't. I never saw the reality show and if they used a wedding or what they did. But yeah, I can't believe you remember that. I remember yeah. that. And what's funny is, and this is just how <laughs> things happen, is Wilson Phillips was the answer of on Jeopardy, uh, Final Jeopardy <laughs> okay. last week. And it was, Final Jeopardy? It was crazy. This this one guy had like 16,500. All right. The lady had like 16,499, okay. let's just say. And the guy in the middle had like 8,000. And his answer is, is a joke. What is Pearl Jam? And he only bet like 100, so right. he had like 8,500. Oh, no. Well, you never see this. I don't know if you watch Jeopardy. But, yeah, well, occasionally. But, but they never sit there. Like, they're always pussies. Like, they never bet at all. Like, if someone's yeah. a dollar behind, I'm betting at all. This time, they both bet at all. They both missed. One person got zero. They both got one dollar. And the guy who sucked the whole time won. He won. And the answer is Wilson Phillips. And no one got it right. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. See, I, that's a final Jeopardy question. Wow. That's like, it reminds me. I was on a game show. And uh, I got cocky and I almost lost, but what, I ended what, up winning. What show was that? I was on a game show, <clears throat> excuse me, called Debt with Wink Martindale. Uh, I think it's available online. So is it D E B T to be in debt? So I moved to L A. and actually several comedians went on. Chip Chinnery, Bobby Tessel, a lot of a lot of comedians because we have useless knowledge of pop culture. So like three or four comics that I know went in and won. And this game show, you had to prove you were in debt. 
and I could prove that I was $7,000 in debt with like car payments and credit cards. This is like in the mid-90s. And uh, you go on the show, and it's all pop culture. And I get really cocky. And in the first round, I clean the board. And there's a woman and a guy next to me. That's funny because the guy gets the first question right. This guy never answers another question in the whole game. He's eliminated after round one. So me and this girl are going head to head. And I'm killing it in the first round so bad. Like like Wink Martindale is like, is anyone else's buzzer working? Wink Martindale is host. You know, so I'm killing it. Second round, I get all cocky. And I almost lose. Now, the question, uh, you had to bid on categories. Like whatever the category was, it was like six questions. And you had to predict how many of the six you thought you could get. And it was about uh, 70s TV or Happy Days. Maybe it was Happy Days. It was Happy Days. And I predict, she predicted she could get four or five and whatever. So her one question, if she gets this right, she would have beat me and I would have been the biggest choke artist. And it was, what was the name of the, the guy who's been on a million different shows? I can't remember how the question was phrased, but the answer was Ted McGinley. Okay. Yeah, Ted McGinley. Yeah. So she freezes. She's like, oh, that really good looking guy freezes. I win $7,000. So now uh, I'm in the final round, and on this show, you got to pick your final category before you went on the show. You gave them three areas of expertise, and I gave them the Pittsburgh Pirates of the 1990s, Michael Keaton movies, and Billy Joel. So I'm like, wow, the pirate one, I would go for Billy Joel. But Billy Joel, Joel doesn't fit in because it's Pittsburgh. It should have been well, Donnie Irish. Yeah, Donnie, been Donnie oh, very Irish. good. Yeah, very good. Um, so anyway, I kind of told myself before I got there, I'm like, if I'm lucky enough to get to the final round, have $7,000. The only way I'm really going to go for it, the only category I'm really confident is I'm going to go for the Billy Joel because I'm i going to go Billy Joel. So uh, Wink Martindale is about to reveal it, and he goes, okay, the category, your question is in the category of Billy Joel. And I'm like, oh, man. So you have to decide if you want to go for it or not. And I'm like, you know what? I came with nothing. I could leave with $7,000, 7053 And I said, forget it. I'm going for it. So I went for the $14,106. Now, I'll give you the question. Uh, so here it was. <clears throat> Mike Marndale goes, okay, um, finish the lyrics to this song. They say it takes a lot to keep a love alive, and every heart pumps a different beat. But if we shift our love into overdrive, we could generate a lot of heat. We didn't start the fire? No. I don't know. It's Because uh, I, I, I know Billy Joel, but if it was Springsteen, I would have right, been on that's, it. See, that's how but, I feel. It's uh, and the next lyric is dun, 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 on 52nd Street. It's the title cut of 52nd Street, final cut of the album, very obscure lyric. And if you watch my face at the beginning of the question, when he reads, uh, they say it takes a lot to keep a love alive, and my face just goes, I'm like, I just lost $7,000. But when he says, uh, uh, but if we shift our love into overdrive, we could generate a lot of heat. And then I heard the piano dun, 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 on 52nd Street. So I said it. I got it right. I won $14,106. Damn. Yeah. And they send you the check. You know, you get the check. This was in like 90, I, I want to say At least it was, it was one of those big checks, you know, because no, 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 you, know, you, you get it in the mail, it's a huge package, <laughs> and you're getting something great, you go, what is this? What is this? No, it was 1994, they give me the, the check for 14106 and that's how most game shows work. You get the cash, you're supposed to claim it as income, and I was struggling comic between Pittsburgh and LA, I was making no money, so this was like my income, And uh, but I got a check for 14106 and uh, I'd say half of it went straight up my nose. No, I'm joking. Um... And I, I lived off that money for like a year, you know, while living with my cousin right here in, uh, in Valley Village. And it was the best thing. 14 grand. It was like I needed it. And it let me not have to worry about, you know, getting work and just hustling around L.A. And it worked out. And then my name got passed along to some other game show producers to help do run throughs, like show up as a guest and play and get 50 bucks. And eventually that's how I got a writing job. And I went back and wrote on debt, the game show I went on, got fired. Uh and then I ended up hosting a game show. So, I mean, it's crazy. It's, it's that, it all started with me being on that game show is how it's I really a, got into game shows. It's amazing how things work. You know, it's just like something you go on a game show and you don't think – it's like no. you never think of anything. You yeah. know, I mean, a game show. I mean, I've always – I me and my girlfriend auditioned for a game show. And yeah. We didn't even get into the first uh, round. Like they said, it was uh, like the Craig Ferguson show. Oh, Celebrity Name Game. Yeah. So, I do the audience warm-up for that show. Okay, so we yeah, go in. I've been there for a while. We go in. And first of all, I would recorded three episodes today. Okay, right. Day, and – the casting people are just too loud for me. I know, I know the people you're speaking of. And, I, I, I mean, <laughs> it's their job. More power to them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they they got to pump you up. And... I've when they're sitting there. Okay, we're gonna go in, and then yeah. I see some idiot comic. I know I'm not gonna mention his name, who years ago in Philadelphia, okay. one of my first paid gigs ever, 
I was the MC. Okay. And he was supposed to be this headliner from LA. I heard all his credits are bullshit. Right. And he made fun of me on stage. And I still remember that. And then I saw him later. I think I know who it is. Too. And I saw him later. And he was like, uh, we were doing some show he's hosting. And I said, you know, you made fun of me years ago. Yeah. And I said, you're lucky I'm not going to make fun of you. Because look at you. You're old. You're shriveled. <laughs> and then later I let the guy stay at my place. Because, you know, he needed a place to stay. And I was, right. I was in a... A bicoastal relationship before yeah. I moved out. So I was back east all the time. So I sat there and I said, You could stay there. And he goes, Okay. And I go, Here's the deal. I'll be gone for two weeks. Okay. You know, I, but I, it's, I live in Burbank. It's a two level. He goes, Can my daughter come over? I said, Yes. I said, She can sleep downstairs on the couch or in your room with you. I have a nice 50 inch TV. Is this recently, by the yeah. way? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is like before Joanne moved out. Okay. So a few years ago. So I get off the airplane. I just, I get off the airplane and she always picks me up. I'm in Philadelphia Airport. We're going. Right. I exactly remember. We're going out. I don't know if you've been to Philadelphia. I've been to the airport. But, yeah. But we're going around know. from Center City. We go through Center City. And we're going around to the uh, Ben Franklin Bridge to take us back into New Jersey. Okay. I get a text. <laughs> hey, uh, my daughter doesn't like staying in, a, in this guest room. Can I sleep in your bed? Ooh. And I went. I don't even know you that good. Yeah. I don't like kindness of my heart. No. But anyway, he was he was one of the people auditioning with some young guy. We go in. We tell the story. We have a great story. But the guy, they're like, they call in the very beginning, people who we know we can't use you. Yeah. We don't even make the cut to qualify. And I'm like, wait a second. I was a stand-up comic for years. Yeah, okay? right. I know, I talk, but I'm like, I have, I'm a pop culture junkie. Yeah. And right. I could not even make the cut. And I was so steaming. And Joanne's like, we can't, I can't believe it. I'm like, well, I don't want to hang out with these idiots anyway. Look at them. But, so, that's just my oh my game show. Oh, my God. Shot. Wow. Yeah, you know, the, the contestant departments, and I, and I know those guys over there, it's very weird. I've had... I've known, uh, I know a female comic who went in and got on the show. Uh, she didn't win any money. And uh, I always go up to the standards and practices. For those of you who don't know, on game shows, there's huge standards and practice laws, cheating, because there's a lot of money involved. There's $20,000 on Celebrity Name Game. So I go up to standards and practices beforehand. I go, look, I know her. Uh, it's a friend of mine. It's Delaney. She's a comedian, and, but she's on the show. And they just go, okay, just, you know, don't talk to her, you know, whatever. And I'm kind of sitting in the audience anyway. She can't see me anyway. Uh, a couple other comedians about it. Jay, uh, Jay Keith Van Stratton. Uh, a friend of Facebook. Don't know. Yeah, he great guy. Uh, he's been on. There's been a couple comics. You know, I mean. Oh, yeah, my friend. Uh, it's a uh, lot of actors. Uh, Matt Baca is on. Okay, so yeah, I was probably there. Right. Um, you know, and if I recognize it, and you know, I've been around this town. <laughs> I've been around this town, baby. But I, I know people, and I know people who go on game shows, or I, I, I know them, so I let them know that I know them, and it's no big deal. But, but Celebrity Name Game's a fun show, and. It looked fun. That's what it I wanted is to get a on. lot of fun. And you know, we we had the rap party a couple weeks ago after we wrapped. I've done the warm up for all both seasons, and uh, we get to play the game. You know, and you think it. You know, it, it when you're and again because I've been on a game show, I know the pressure. But man, even just playing it for fun, I get too like amped up and right. you're like, Bleh! and it's fun to play. And I know like it's it's like that game you can play with your phone, that heads up thing, and you know having to guess celebrities by from clues. It's a lot of fun and it's a good show. And 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 Craig's been very good to me and. And uh, it's fun to watch him work, and he brags on me a lot, which they'll cut out and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I recommend anybody try to get on a game show once in their life. Maybe I didn't get on it because I interview celebrities. It could be. I mean, you know. Because I interview a lot of, I mean, I interview a lot of actors, and I mean, a lot of, I mean, from Kate Flannery to Nia Bartolos. Oh, Kate Flannery's been on many times. Yeah, well, maybe that's why. And Nia Vardalos, they've both been on the show. So maybe that's why they're like, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. You know, their criteria is so weird. Like, you'll see people on the show, you have no idea why, then there's other people that they get on, you can understand. Like, you know, they're looking at demographics, but they're looking at race and sex. I mean, there's so many different things they look at. I'm surprised, but maybe, maybe, maybe you didn't even get to play the game, though, which is weird. Even get, but maybe you right. got too many right. You know, my dad. No, I didn't, I didn't even ask any questions. I, I got. Oh, I thought maybe you even took. No, the we sat test. down before they even started. They threw me out. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I was like, wait. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was like, don't pass go. I'm like, Are wait you a kidding second. me? And I know, I know, I can tell a story. Yeah, and yeah me and my yeah, girlfriend yeah. have a great story how we met. Well, we knew each other for years. How we got together. So I'm like, oh, come on. You tell that but, story. So, yeah. But they, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, my dad when we we lived in L.A. and uh, you know I'm from Pittsburgh. We moved to L.A. Uh, my dad was out here doing some writing and he was on the air DJing and stuff. And uh, he tried out for Name That Tune because my dad with me, it's ridiculous. And he went in for the test and he got all of them right. Like they did a little mock run through and they didn't put him on the show. They said, you got too many right. So I'm like, you should have thrown a few. Yeah, he, exactly. he didn't know. I mean, I was five at the time. But he tried to get on. So, you know, game shows are weird, man. But they're a lot of fun. I mean, and I have a friend, man. I have a friend who's a producer uh, of uh, a lot of game shows, uh, challenges. He produces a lot of the game challenges on, on you know, uh, weird shows like that. And... Uh, 
He went on like five or he went on like four or five game shows. Wheel of Fortune, he won like fifteen thousand. Uh, all these other game shows that I can't remember only ran for a season, but he's done. He did very well. I used to wait tables with a girl who was a bartender. Okay. And she was on Hollywood Squares when it came back. He was on Hollywood Squares too. That's she what, yeah. won. <laughs> she won like five or six times, but she had to decline the trips because she yeah. couldn't pay the taxes on them. The taxes. That's and she's what like, can do. I just give them to someone? They said no, and she's like, so she. I mean, she won like so much stuff. A ton. And she's like, I can't. I, she goes, I can't afford it. Yeah. I would love to go there. And of course, the price they give is a lot more. Of course, it's you know, inflated. It's, it's not the Travelocity price. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was on a sports game show, too. This, I was on, I've was i made appearances on two game shows as a contestant. It was a sports trivia game show called uh, Ultimate Fan League. It was on Fox Sports. Me and a buddy, also named Frank, represented Pittsburgh. Out of 20 teams, we finished like third or fourth. And I went a trip to Portugal. And I did pay the taxes on it. I thought, all right, I'm going to take my mom. Or so I wasn't seeing anybody. This was like in 99 I'm like, all right, I'll take my mom to Portugal. I also got uh, a foldable uh, picnic table, like a collapsible picnic table, uh, an uh, autographed baseball bat from like Robin Yount or something. Ed Ott. Ed Ott, one of my favorite pirates. No, uh, really? I, I loved Ed Ott, okay, yeah. I, I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Okay, go ahead. Here's my Ed Ott story. Shortest name in baseball history, yeah. by the way. Ed Years Ott. ago, when I was a little kid, <laughs> I loved the pirates. I loved Dave Parker. Ed Ott was on that team. Yeah. And back then, I would send, like, I would have find the book and I would find like the address to the team. So I, I oh, sent, yeah. I, I hand wrote a little letter, you know, it was like 1003 river circle I by think. the way, or something. It and was I, something three river circle. I dear remember Pittsburgh pirates. Cause I did too. Here, I did stuff yeah, like that. Here's too. the people. I'm a Philly <laughs> fan, but I love the pirates. I live right. near Philadelphia. Da, da, da. And I asked for uh Dave Parker's autograph. I think Rennie Stennett. Oh yeah. Ed Ott. I don't know why I asked for Ed Ott. No, no, no. I didn't even ask for Ed Ott. I asked for like three, four people. Oh, and they. And I got an Ed Ott picture. And you got and Ed, Ott, Ed Ott. I'm like, they sent me back like, and I was, all, and I'm still excited because still Ed excited. Ott, but I was like, was it a rubber stamped picture? No, it was or, actually. So it was real. But I don't Ott. think people were really asking for Ed Ott. Or maybe I did ask for it. That's why I got it. Maybe that's why you got it. I don't Ott. think people They're were like, asking. We were low on Parkers and yeah, standards. And and maybe and I think maybe people weren't asking for Ed Ott. Right. Because I mean, wasn't he platooning with Sangian? Uh, Sangian was there. Steve Nakosha was there. They actually had three catchers. So I think I was. I don't know. Maybe I just like. Ed Ott because he is related to Mel Ott, right? Uh, I don't know if he is or not. Oh, I don't know. I but thought I mean, he was. He's one letter shorter than, yeah. than Mel. But so, okay, yeah, back Ed to your, was... so your, your sports story. Oh, yeah. So I was on a sports game show, and we went on, and we went on a trip to Portugal, and I didn't, I, I paid the taxes for the enter, an entertainment center, which I maybe got rid of maybe four or five years ago. It was the size of this giant wall. It was like seven feet long. <laughs> it weighed five million pounds. It was the, and I moved it twice. And when I moved the second time, my one buddy goes, I'll help you move, but do you still have that entertainment center? I'm like, yeah. he goes, I'm not touching that thing because we literally like hurt ourselves. So went on the sports show and I was going to go to this Portugal trip, paid the taxes on it, which was ridiculous, and ended up not being able to go because you had to use it within like six months or something. But in the time that I was on that game show, I ended up getting the job as host of Street Smarts and we went on the road and shot for the better part of a year so I couldn't go. So I never went to Portugal. But uh, so it's funny. I was going to I went on a game show. I was going to take a trip on a game show, but I ended up hosting a game show. So I couldn't go on the trip that I went on the game show. So. We well, yeah, have, have the big game show thing. going. Now, now I know you were doing a lot it's of warm up. Weird. Yeah, now, I do. a little. I do, yeah, I do. I did. I do like America's Got Talent when it's in L.A. Now, what's what's that like? Because I've heard, you know, what? I stumbled into it. Okay. I, I really didn't want to do it. I was uh, lucky enough to host. I hosted. I'd say I, I did a bunch of pilots for NBC for different game shows, some that didn't get picked up, one that did get picked up that I was promised I was going to host, but they went with a chef. Uh, anyway, so they liked having me around. They're like, actually, it started on The Singing Bee. The Singing Bee was a show. I hosted all the run-throughs, helped it get sold to NBC, and they said, oh, you're one of our front runners. And at the last second, they're like, we're going to get Joey Fatone to host the show. And I was like, oh, this is, this is BS. I'm like, I, I was there from the beginning. You guys kept saying... I'm like, this is this is outrageous. They're like, well, listen, uh, Joey's never hosted a show. We'd love if, you know, you could train him how to host. And I'm like, what? How? What insulting? <laughs> this isn't you want me to train him after I should be doing the job. They're like, we'll pay you this much money. I'm like, I'll be there Monday. So I went in and and uh, as I've, I've come up with the name, the host whisperer, I went in and just gave him some tips and stuff. And by the way, super nice guy. And I've, I've bumped into him three or four times since. And, and Joey's great. So they're like, all right, look, you know how the show works. We'd love if you would do warm-up. And I'm like, wow, I haven't done that in 10 years. I'm like, you know what? I'll do it. And I did it. And then America's Got Talent was next door. And they're like, hey, NBC, you know, same network. We hear you're doing a great job. We'd love you to do it. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. So I'm lucky enough. And by the way, I, I and I'm very lucky where I get offered shows that I can't do or just don't want to do. If it's a brand new show, 
I try to not do it because you I want to do that. How do you get into that? And see, this is the question I get all the time. Because Gary Cannon does it. People, yeah, who I've, I'm Facebook friends with, and I don't even know if I've met. Because he's doing Conan now. Because I yeah, just, is he? Okay, good. I just hit him up for uh, I have friends from for Cherry Hill to get coming in. Next week, and, and he goes, hooked you up, hopefully, right? Yeah, he, well, he said he. Oh, he Gary's the nicest guy. Yeah, I, I talked to him via Facebook. He got he got a Sullivan. Me and my girlfriend, he got a Sullivan Sons. Oh, great! Yeah. Last time I did Conan, I went through Brian Kylie. Okay, yeah, and, but this I said, you know. And, and see, here's the other thing with with warm up guys. I've never really met any of the other guy. I met one, Bill Sindelar, who's a great guy. Now Jay Flats is a big one. I know. Well, actually, oh, excuse me. Jay was actually the audience coordinator on Street Smarts. Okay. He was with the company that sat the audience and stuff, and. And uh, but here's the thing, uh, you know, a lot of the people in the crowds at these these shows are actors, comedians, whatever. You know, they make they make some money for being in the audience. Uh, and they ask me, how did you get into warm up? And I'm like, I didn't I never pursued it. It just happened. Right. And I've gotten lucky. Like, uh, you know, America's Got Talent. I would do the tour. Then the X Factor happened. And Simon Cowell loved me. He's like, you're going to do I was hired just to do a road week. And I did so well, they're like, no, you're doing the rest. And I'm like, no, there's another guy. And Simon goes, that guy's fired. You're doing the rest of the run. I'm like, okay, Simon Cowell said so. So, uh, you know, I don't have any scheduled uh, more dates coming up. But, you know, I, I, there was something in a couple of weeks that I couldn't do because I'm going to be back in Pittsburgh. But it's it's fun. You know, as a comedian, you're in front of an audience, maybe five, six, seven hours. And I can constantly try out new jokes. I can rework a joke one day, come back. Uh, sometimes there's a lot of the same people, so you gotta, you know, it almost makes you have to mix up your material, which is good. And you know, it's fun. You're around. You're helping out the show. Yeah, would I rather be hosting the show or whatever? But I'll tell you the honest truth, and you might identify with this: is I can do the warm up and sleep in my own bed, or I can go do a weekend in Lincoln, Nebraska, and have to travel and not make as much and sleep. So there's the trade-off. Do I miss doing stand-up on the road? Yeah, I do a little bit. But I don't miss the travel. I mean, I did it for 12 years full time. I did. I, I did. I, we've been there. I did it for seven years. And, and the travel sucks. You know, yeah, the that's travel the sucks. And even now, it's just more of a hassle. And and you know, if it's going to be a condo or a hotel, whatever. And I just don't like being away for five days anymore. You know, from my house or whatever, and right. my dog. So the warm up has really helped me stay in town, make money, and still pursue and pitch and audition and do all that stuff. So I do miss doing a full week on the road. But I tried to do it like a year ago. I went on the road for a week, and I went. Uh, I did the Wednesday, Wednesday show and I went, oh God, what well, am yeah, I doing? What happens is, it's like, <laughs> as I said, I'd say the road's a young man's game. Because I agree. To, no, you know, it is. It's, I, I have to eat a certain way. You know what sure, I mean? that's yeah. impossible. You can't. Impossible. Because you, you sit there, oh, I'm going to do this. And you, oh, and you go to the, impossible. let's say, the Holiday Express or whatever, and yeah. you go, okay, they have fruit. But then you go down and you see those bacon sand, and they look so good. Yeah. Like I went to the, Power me and my days. girlfriend went to the Eagles games uh, again, they played in Arizona. Right. And we stayed at the, uh, the Hyatt Plus and we stayed out near the airport. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I gotta watch what I eat, you know. Yeah. And man, you go down in the morning and it's game day. Ooh, yeah, and you yeah, this, you gotta and, eat and meat. The, and, the, and, the, and it's like a bacon on a on an English muffin. And you another, need that. And I'm just woofing that shit you down. You got to. And I'm like, I'm taking one back to the room. And it was my birthday weekend, so right. I could I could, I could do the soda. But that's the thing, you don't, you want to eat healthy, but then you go to the club and you say, oh, well, Fried, you can eat burger, this side of the menu. Chicken oh, tenders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's the crap. problem. And for me, I just don't really enjoy stand-up anymore. But the road is just, you know, it's fun. But for you, yeah, you can stay at home. You can make more money. And your day's probably sh- I mean, It is shorter. And I'm still doing, and I'm still technically doing stand-up in a lot of ways. Sure, I'm, I'm you know, helping, you know, coordinate the audience and getting them, you know, applauding at the right times or laughing, which is fine. And with, you know, Celebrity Name Game. We did 100 episodes in five weeks, you know, so we we plowed through those and Craig likes to move fast. You know, Craig doesn't want to be there any longer than he has to be. So our first show was at 1130 and we were out by six with an hour lunch break. So it was good. And uh, it's fun. And it's a fun show. I like doing it. And, you know, I've got, I'm Facebook friends. I play words with friends with people I've met in the audience and made friends. And isn't that cool? It's it's weird, you know, but they're all nice people. And they're all, they're, you know, they ask me all the time, how do I get to do this? How can I be a warm up guy? I go. I'm the wrong guy to ask. Right. I really am. And, and and I know there's guys that, that you know, I know like guys like Gary Cannon, Bill Sindelar, Corey Almeida, I think these are the big guys and, and my name. And everyone thinks we know each other. Well, think about it. We never really meet. You wouldn't, you, know? you don't never, work together. Yeah, it's, we never, like I have a dog sitter who I met when I interviewed her for my house, you know, like interview, like met her. Inter- and this woman's in my house when I'm out of town watching my dog. If she walked by me on the street, I don't know if I'd recognize right. her. That's funny. She's in my home hours, you know, several times a week. Several times a day for when I'm gone, uh, and she's great. Nikki's pet nannies. I love her. She's great. 
I don't know if I'd recognize her. I really don't. It's bizarre. So warm up guys, we don't know each other. And if anybody who wants to do it, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Because really it was like, I hosted these things and they're like, hey, would you do this? And then my name got passed around and I'm lucky enough where sometimes they call and I go, I can't do it or, or, you know, or, okay, yeah, I'll do that. And, you know, I, and I like doing America's Got Talent. I mean, we do it at the, uh, the, it's not the Kodak anymore, whatever they call that. Yeah, but the finals are in New York, aren't they? Yeah, I just do when they did the LA week. So you don't go out to New York? No, it's five days. They asked me, they're like, would you want to come to New York? Then Memorial, Memorial Day weekend, it must have not been going well. They're like, could you fly tomorrow and shoot 12 hours and then fly home? I go, what? No, I can't. No, you know, thank you. I mean, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so we just did five days. At, what is the Kodak called now? I can't even. Is it the Dolby? The Dolby. It's the okay. Dolby. Uh, so we do five straight days, you know, two sessions. It was a Monday through Friday or a Tuesday through Saturday. I can't remember. And it's fun. And that's, you know, there's 3,000 people there. And it's great. I mean, you're on a big stage. So I have a blast doing that, too. And, and Howard Stern is great to me. And. I know Howie for over the years. I'm doing a ton of stuff with him. And, you know, Heidi's very sweet. And, you know, it's 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 fun. So the bigger shows I still like doing are shows that are established because they know how to do. The best gig is the live show. Like I was doing X Factor. And that's five to six. You're done. You know you're you're on at 445. And at 7 o'clock, you're done. So those are the best, you know. And it's live. It's two minutes in between. A lot of times now they're doing uh, – Online content on the commercial breaks, so you can't really do much anyway. So if I, live shows, I recommend doing the best or doing the most because they're great. But it's just when someone calls, goes, oh, we're doing a pilot. It's going to take four hours to shoot. And I go, no, I, thanks. And then I know the guy who did it, and he's like, it was 11 hours. You know, right, it's like, yeah. well, And I go, well, see, I'm savvy enough to know I don't want to do that. Well, that's <laughs> the thing that always would get to me is because you sit there, and, and you, know, you know you have material. Yeah. And you know four hours. And that's, you know, you can – Cover it because you're talking and you know. Yeah, but, and you're 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 but when it goes off to the crowd, hours, yeah. you're gonna be like, what the yeah, you know, what the hell? I mean, yeah, and I, and like I was saying, there's a lot of regulars that come, so I, you know, I'm one of those guys who I don't want to repeat the same thing because I know they're gonna roll their eyes like, oh, this joke again. So it, it does force me to try out new stuff, and it, it really, it's it's almost you know when you go to a club, say you're playing a club in in Des Moines, Iowa, you're doing 45 minutes, whatever a night. That's fine. But when I'm doing the warm up and I'm up there for hours, I'm doing a ton more material and I'm finding out what works better to to make me better. And Des Moines was the club I did a not too long ago. And the only place to eat, I didn't have a rental car, was a Ruby Tuesdays. So I ate twice a day at a Ruby Tuesdays for like five days. Wasn't bad. And by the way, so much cheaper than LA. Like literally, I'd be like, this is only six ninety nine. <laughs> I have never been to Ruby Tuesdays. I, I I had no choice. It was that was it. And and what's funny is it's like Applebee's. And I always see the joke. Chili. I've I've the only time I was at Applebee's was my birthday. <laughs> what? No, this is it makes sense. I visited my parents uh, when my parents before my dad passed. My dad passed like, like six months later. Now and we went down and I visited. I was oh no my. My brother's wife had passed away, oh my. and then so Sorry. I was in. I had to go to New York City for the funeral, but I went up to Delaware because my parents had moved to Delaware. Okay, and it was my birthday. My mom said, "We'll go out to dinner," and in Dover, Delaware, it's all chain restaurants. It's all chains. That's, I mean, uh, you drive down that main street. There's the Indian Casino and the racetrack, <laughs> and yeah. it's the world's biggest Indian Casino and a hotel that I don't even know how many it holds, and the racetrack holds like a hundred thousand people. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's Dover Downs. Oh yeah. And okay, my parents sure. they bought a house on, on the outskirts of Dover, and they said on the day of the race. There's traffic all the way back to their house. Any other time, there's no traffic. Right. It's not. It's so we end up. We went to Applebee's. I don't know why. It was my birthday, and I said, "Oh, they had yingling on tap." And I said, "I." Right. But I see the commercials, <laughs> and I'm always. And I live in Burbank, and I mean, I'm like, just put a, put a Chili's in. You know, yeah. what I mean, I, do I eat that stuff? No, but I'd rather have a Chili's than an Olive Garden. Like, I, well, oh, uh, breadsticks. The the bottomless salad yeah, okay. breadsticks and yeah, Olive Garden. Pretty good. <laughs> but that's a problem when you're and you're Italian. Yeah, and yeah. My yeah. girlfriend's Italian. Yeah, so when, I don't when, no. eat the sauce there. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, yeah. I said that's a problem that it's like my girlfriend was like, I'm never going to Olive yeah. Garden. I said, Well, I got. If I, what if I got meals for two? She goes, Take one of your friends. Yeah, right. And, <laughs> but that's the thing. That's the two things that's about Olive Garden. Yeah. The one is. It's an Italian restaurant, but right. people rave about their breadsticks yeah. and their salad. They are, it's, okay. it's, and it's, it's not fun. even an pasta salad. And, yeah, no, so, no, exactly. So you're like, and okay. the salad and breadsticks are good. And that's like Cheesecake Factory. No one ever says, hey, those, uh, that buffalo something, penne something pasta. Awesome. Yeah. They always just say, man, the portions were big. Yeah. And the line was long. <laughs> that's yeah. all they and say. The and the menu. The menu of yeah. the Cheesecake Factory. And that's what they're known for. Yeah. It, it, literally, that menu is the phone book. And that worries me because when I watch all these like Gordon Ramsay shows when he does like Kitchen Nightmares – 
He's like, you know, he whatever menu he sees when he goes to help these restaurants out, he always truncates down because he's like, you have too much stuff. Like if someone orders this, it's in the deep freezer. I don't know how it works at Cheesecake, but there's got to be some things that don't get ordered a lot. I don't know, but. Do you watch a lot of cooking shows? I, I, I occasionally I enjoy Gordon Ramsay. I don't I uh, Food Network stuff. Yeah, occasionally. I, I like watch House like, Kitchen. Yeah, yeah, I watch that occasionally. But I only watch it towards the end when there's like six sure, shows. Because yeah, yeah, all yeah. they do is they curse, they smoke, and he they're all they're all not good people. Yeah, right. They, but, but, that's why they're cast. Yeah. yeah. What cracks me up about Hell's Kitchen is when people, because you you since you've been on the road, you know you go out to eat a lot, and yeah, you, you know there's going to be bad service at times. Oh yeah. And you know there's stuff, but you just deal with it because when you're on the road a lot, you know that it's an eighty percent. Crap, 80% is going to be good, 20% is going to be And bad. if you're having a sit-down meal, that's rare for a comic on the road, right. too, by the way. Because you always sit by yourself. It used to be Wendy's or McDonald's. Yeah, or you sit by yourself in the diner. I've done it with the newspaper. Yeah. And, and <laughs> But the, the people at, on Hell's Kitchen, they're always bitching that the food takes too long. And I'm like, you're getting this gourmet. I mean, I yeah. want to get, I watch that show, I want to get Beef Wellington now. Yeah. I know there's a place <laughs> in Sherman Oaks called uh, Cafe Bazoo. Oh, I've been there. It's a great yeah, restaurant. Yeah, it's great. It's right And it's cheap. And it's right? it's like, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's like they have like a $2 corkage fee for wine. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And uh, and one night a week, they have beef wellington. Oh, and now like, see, I, I want beef wellington. Yeah, it's, it, I've never had it. And, and by the way, in Hell's Kitchen, you know, they have the people come in the restaurant. Those are people that are like usually friends of people who work on the show. Right. That, they're not there to be fake. They're there. They get, it's a, it's a, a privilege to get invited to these things. Uh, yeah, they probably prod him a little to bitch a little about service. Tatum O'Neill sent something back. What's that? Tatum O'Neill sent something. Oh, was back. she had? Is she one of them? Was she yeah. was that one of them? I was them? like, what could you? Why would you send that back? That's so mean. I might have asked her. She goes, this isn't good. And I'm like, you're not relevant. Yeah. Like when Fran, Fran Drescher was on him, Fran Drescher sent something back. That'd be great. Fran did it, and she was sitting with the past well, guest. Wait Tatum O'Neill has an Academy Award. Fran Drescher was the nanny. Yeah, but Tatum O'Neill had an Academy Award when she was six, <laughs> like nine or something. Yeah. Or nine. It's but, like, but she's in Bad News Bears. She's a man in yeah, Bad News I know. Bears. Which but is but yeah, well, she was relevant when she was a kid. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. at the kid, she was eating peanut butter and jelly, so she doesn't know what food is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, so you you do all the war, but now you're on this new show. I saw it's a pontoon. Pontoon payday. payday. Yeah. Now, how did that come about? <laughs> and what's and I haven't seen it yet, but I will watch it. I, don't, I have to find it. It's on CMT. It's on CMT. But what's what's amazing, I'll, I'll tell you this real quick, what's going to be about this is CMT, people go love that stuff. I think it can be the kind of show like Cash Cab. Like it's, it's very similar, yeah. And, but like people, I still like, if I see Cash, I never watched it when it was on. Right. Because I didn't know it was on. Or I was, but then when I see it, like I was switching around on Nuvo. I don't watch Nuvo. It's, right. It's a, and I saw Cash Cab. And... Or Street Smarts, which was even yeah, on before Cash you can't, Cab, same you thing. Can't, like, they don't replace Street Smarts. They don't. Now. I know. That's what Warner sucks. Brothers is holding on. The Game Show Network had them for a while, and now they don't, and it's sitting there. And if I had a dime for every time I get an email or a message on Facebook, where can I get them? Or I was on the show. I want to get a copy, and I'm like, I, I don't. I have like some. I was cleaning out my garage yesterday, and I have VHS tapes. That's all I really have uh, of several episodes. There's a few online, but... Yeah, anyway, so... But yeah. Cash Cab is one of those things, people aren't familiar, the guy's cabinet goes on and he asks questions, and everybody loves trivia. Yeah. So break down what, like, okay, how did you get the job of uh, okay. Pontoon? I, it, yeah, you know, it's interesting because this kind of stems, again, from hosting all the NBC pilots. Uh, there was a guy that worked at NBC, and uh, he moved on to CMT, and he always was the one who brought me in for stuff at, 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 at NBC, and he said, look, I'm at CMT, I'm going to get you a show. I was like, great. So two summers ago, three summers, two summers ago, I hosted uh, a show for them called Win, Loser, Pawn, which was a game show in a pawn shop. People didn't realize they were on a game show. Uh, they knew they were going to be on a pawn show. So obviously, because there's cameras, they come in. Me and a guy, uh, like an experienced pawn show guy, or just pawn shop guy, bring in an item. Uh, then they would haggle back and forth. And, you know, 100 bucks, 120 bucks. And I'd put out the 120. I go, hey, 120 is great. When you like 240 though, wouldn't you like to double it? They're like, well, how can I do that? I'm like, well, you're not just on a pawn show. You're on a pawn game show. And then lights and sirens go off. And then there's a TV that you think's for sale there. And we have trivia questions on there. And they answer trivia questions. So we shot 20 episodes of that for CMT. They aired a couple and then they pulled it and it's never been aired again. So I don't know. It was a cute show. So this show, 495 Productions who do Party Down South, which is the biggest hit for CMT, which is like, it's the same people who did Jersey Shore. So it's basically a country which, version of it. Uh, I, it's funny, because you know, I'm from New Jersey. And right. I resent that. But the party down <laughs> south, I believe I saw that girl on, uh, on TMZ, okay. a blonde girl who was arguing because her and her, her husband's right near the bed with their little baby. And right on a nightstand, there was a loaded gun. 
And oh, my God. Was that, oh, I haven't, geez, I haven't seen I think that. she's the girl. I think it was Party Down South. Yes. Probably. I'd say probably. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know what that team's Yeah, because she's like, I'm telling you, hey, eat, we're tired. It's like the baby can't pick up the gun and use it. He can barely even, you know, breastfeed. <laughs> and I'm like, not that she spoke. Well, she did right, speak right, like that. I'm not making fun of Party Down South. <laughs> they, they look for that. So uh, the producers of that, the CMT, they came up with the show, Pontoon Payday. I shot a pilot last summer in July, June or July. It was 110 degrees. Now, where did you shoot? Did you shoot it at a redneck for Lake Havasu. We shot it at oh, Lake Havasu okay. uh, over, it was it was just a hot June weekend, right before the 4th of July, I think. And it was ridiculous. It was really hot, but it was fun. So CMT picked up the show for 20 episodes. We shot them all this past March at in spring Lake break. In Lake Havasu. We went back to Lake Havasu because it was good to us and it's close. So I was there for a month, March 3rd to March 29th, and every week there was new batches of colleges coming in. It was great. From like Colorado and Montana, then the Arizona and California schools, and then some schools from like Kansas and Idaho. So it was great. And it's me on a pontoon. We're going up and down the river. We look for people on pontoons or in, you know, uh, what are the things, the, the inner tubes or paddle boards. And, you know, when they woke up that morning, they had no idea they were going to be on a game show. We bring them on the pontoon. And if they get three questions right, they can win 500 bucks. But if they miss two questions before they get three right, they have to face a punishment. And they have to accomplish the punishment, which is like chug a whole thing of ranch dressing in 60 seconds, eat a stick of butter. Uh, what else? Which um, is great for people who have been drinking Bobbing all day. for pickles. Well, that's the thing. And it's like, hey, you've probably been drinking all day. Who wouldn't want this cheeseburger, fries, and a shake? Well, you have to finish this in 60 seconds, but I'm going to put it in blender and make it a smoothie, and then it's gross. So that's fun stuff. But the questions are stuff they should get. These are college students. Uh, and you'd be shocked at what they miss. And if they win the 500 bucks, they can then go double or nothing in the cooler challenge where I hold up a red and a blue cooler. Inside one of them is 1000 bucks. Inside the other, there's not. So they can walk with the 500 or go for the 1000 So sometimes they go for it and they win the money. Sometimes they don't. But, you know, what's fun is these these kids, are it's college kids. They're drinking. We encourage them to drink. We want them drunk. Uh, not just where they're slobbering or staggering. You know, they have to go through a little little bit of a check. But it's so much fun, you know. I mean, 500 bucks. If they win 500 dollars on spring break, oh, that man. pays for their gas, their hotel, and more beer than they can possibly drink. Well, maybe not. But uh, you know, and if they win a thousand, forget it. So it's a lot of fun. I feel really bad when they don't win. It's awful. But it's a really, really funny show. We were airing after Party Down South. Uh, we aired a couple, but now they're gonna, they're, they're, it's gonna be on this summer. Uh, later this summer. So. Uh, look for it on CMT, probably Saturdays, I'm not sure. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's a great show. And I, I've watched a few, and I laugh out loud because I forget some of the stuff these people said. And it moves fast. And it's you get people, and you got hot girls in bikinis and guys with their shirts off. It's it's a good 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 show. How do you how do they pick what people you're going to ask? You know what? We had two girls that walk around you know, with pontoon payday shirts. We look for the loud people. You look for the rowdy people, the people who are fun, who want to go on TV and are into it. They're not shy. They're going to be gregarious and fun. And it's simple. I mean, at spring break, it's it's pretty easy. It's like shooting fish in a barrel, really. Um, I mean, we shot, I'd say we, we used almost everybody we, we shot because everyone was so good. And it takes, you know, a good interview can be 15 to 20 minutes. And, you know, I get to know these people, so I'm rooting for them. Meanwhile, the producers on the other boat, sometimes they don't want them to win all the time, obviously. We can't, oh, yeah. give a, we can't have winners every time. And when they lose, I get, to, you know, I get, I feel bad. But it's it's it looks great. We we shot it on these new camera. I I can't even explain because I don't know. But it's some new high. I know high def is a thing now for a while. But this new camera it makes it look beautiful. It almost looks sometimes like the backdrop's a green screen because we'll go to open water and it's just beautiful. But then we'll stay in the channel. But sometimes it would get too loud with the boats and the partying and everything. And so it's a lot of fun. And uh, it'll be on this summer on CMT. Uh, pontoon payday, look out for it. You can check their website. Have any of the kids like gotten out of control, like pulling their tops up? And I mean, just because well, crazy we stuff. Well, we had one girl whose who, her boob fell out. She was jumping up <laughs> celebrating, and me. Now here's the thing that I'm proud of, and my mom was proud of too. Uh, her boob pops out. Now I could have just stared at her and been like, yeah, but I, being the chivalrous gentleman, I jump in front of her and block her. And her girlfriends run over and tuck it back in, you know. And then every guy wanted to beat your ass after yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. everyone on the crew's like, what are you doing? I'm like, uh, you can see it in the editing bay. But, uh, yeah, no, it, we've had to, and we've had a couple guys get really, really upset when they went for the 1,000 and lost and didn't believe there was a 1,000 in the other cooler. So I show them. I'm like, you just picked the wrong color, you know. Um, but 99% of the people know it's there. They're there for a good time. If they win 500, they can walk with 500. They do. A lot of people did, which I don't blame them. 
when you go for the thousand and win, the reaction is amazing. It's unbelievable. And, you know, it's a small town. So on the nights where we were off and we'd go out for a few beers ourselves, me and the crew, we'd see some of them. You know, we were like, hey, you have any money left? They're like, we have 80 bucks left. We're like, hey, good for you. You know, you're spending the money, having a good time. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 a fun show, and it's funny, and it's it's the same kind of questions on Street Smart. Yeah, like, what know, are some of the questions? After the president and vice president, who's next in line? Should something happen? You Speaker know, of the House. Speaker of the House. But you know, we're getting Michelle Obama. Uh, you know, uh, and they couldn't remember Speaker of the House. They came up with like the Senate Senate man. I I can't even remember. Uh, some of the other questions. Spell the word embarrassing. Oh man. Uh, right, and these people are drunk. E M B A. E M B A R R A S M E N T. There's two S's. Right. Two R's, two S's. Yeah. Did you say two S's? I think you said one S. I was like, I'm pretty sure you said I know we're recording. Rewind, there's two S's. So, you know, questions like that. Stuff they should know. There's some tricky, there's some harder ones in there. But, you know, when you're drinking, the first thing to go is your judgment. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. So, these, my favorite, one of my favorite ones was it came down for the $500. Or they were off the show. Three guys, and they had this one drunk friend, Chad, who was the drunkest guy of the season. And he was just, he was not very smart. And he's drunk, and he's just like barely standing. And the last question was, if your dessert comes a la mode, what does it come with? I think everybody knows it's ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> the two guys who are semi-alert, they're like, dude, it's wine. It's wine. You get your dessert with wine. It's classy. There's like wine. And then Chad, the drunk kid, it's like pipes out. He's like, it's ice cream. They're like, Chad, it's not ice cream. He's like, I'm, I think it's ice cream. I don't know. It's ice cream. So I have to have them lock in their answer, and they go, you know, Chad, shut up. We're going with wine. My guys, the actual answer was ice cream. This kid, for the rest of his life, gets to hold that over his two buddies who oh, are yeah. constantly harping on him as he's the dumb drunk one. I gave him the card with the question on it to keep as a souvenir. These guys were like, you mean Chad was right? And they turned out to be the last interview of the season, actually. It was our, it was our last day, last interview, and they're one of my favorites. But, you know, stuff like – is that that hard? Do people not get a la mode dessert anymore? I don't know. Uh, but it's it, – you know, Lake Havasu was great for us. I mean, that's all I could say. And we stayed – we stayed up at a hotel and the crew got along. It was, it was a lot of fun. And you're on the pontoon. I'm on a, I'm on a pontoon. We and the pontoon my, is what? Is that is that, that paddle boat? What no, it it's the one with like the – like the it's just the, the metal thing with kind of the roof. You know, okay, and like, then there's two – Just like a floor like the size – well, it's a little bigger than this room. But, yeah. It has a motor. As a motor, we have a captain, we have a licensed captain. And so you I'm, go I'm around, driving it. and then you pull up next, or do you get pull on up there? next to them? Sometimes they come to us. Uh, sometimes they're just walking along the beach, or they paddle up to us, or they'll swim up to us. You know, we did a variety of things to mix it up. Or I'd find them on this little beach, go over, just come right up on the beach, bring them on the boat, and then we troll around. Oh, so they all get on the boat. They all get on the boat, yeah. Okay. And then we we either we either stay set because it's a we got a nice shot and a lot of action at us, or we'll just go up and down the channel. It's we we mixed it up a lot, and. Uh, you know, these kids, uh, you know, they woke up that morning hungover or drunk and all of a sudden they're on a game show. So, you know, it's it's a story for them. You know, I've gotten a lot of the emails and messages back from the people who are on the show. They're like, we partied so hard with that money. Thank you. We had the best spring break ever. So, you know, it's I'm cool. making dreams come true. But no, see, it's cool. It's because <laughs> I know when I would go to spring break, it was when Fort Lauderdale was. It was Daytona was Beach scene. or Lauderdale. Yeah. That's right. And, and I remember going to the button and they had the comedy, the, the college contest. Oh, and, and everyone would, you know, it was a trivia thing and everyone and cheering. And I remember it was Stockton, Richard Stockton College. Now it's Stockton State University. Richard Stockton University. Where is that? It's in New Jersey. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember we, we won the one like. <laughs> oh, yeah. But. It was just crazy. I remember one girl. She she there was a wet T-shirt contest, oh, yeah. and she took her shirt off, and she had to transfer because everyone gave her crap all the time. <laughs> but I just it's so funny. By the way, the lost art of the wet T-shirt you don't get those anymore in spring break. I because I guess it's sexist. It's, and, uh, yeah, I mean, but these girls volunteered to be in it. Come on, that's the thing. They would always volunteer, <laughs> and, and, and then the they best. would always sit there and they pour. Then they always get out of control. The then you see one girl would pull out like a water pistol. It was shit. the best. Yeah. They were, you know, it was innocent fun. I hate that we can't have those anymore. Have you noticed a difference in the parting though? As because I mean we're older. As like as because. Is you know it more what? PC? Is it more? I mean, because we used to uh, drink brain punch and get out of control. We saw a lot of girls lift their shirts up. We had several of that. Um, you know what it is now that I don't remember doing as much when I was shots that everyone's in fireball, which is the you know the fireball. It's kind of like the latest. Have, I like fireball, but it's, it's very it's, cinnamony. It's and they say and it's, it's got cheap. a lot of. Uh, Bad stuff. In, in Finland, I think it's been outlawed because it contains the same ingredients as gasoline or kerosene. There's something in Finland they don't even allow it. It's like black market, see, which only used, helps the. But we always did shot. We would do kamikazes. Yeah, but see, those are me. Yeah, I don't know. Kamikaze, they're very tart. I hated those. I mean, yeah, which, we would sit there and we would get them, and then in college, 
I like Jaeger wasn't around. I'm trying to think, but there were always all the shots back in like the 80s. Yeah, were like mixed shots. Alabama slammers. Yeah, or they were mixed. Sex on the beach. Yeah, yeah they were mixed. So yeah. really, you're getting more sugar than anything. Right. And, and then now they're doing the hard stuff. They're doing <laughs> this. You know, they're doing Jaeger. You know, or they're doing uh, Fireball, yeah, which Fireball is sweet. And Fireball, it's cinnamony, it's sweet. And, and apparently, what other I found out on this trip is it's really a cheap thing. Like you can buy that big handle. It's one of the cheaper things to buy. But that stuff is super strong. And you know, <laughs> we would go out, and I never used to do shots, but the crew that I worked with loved doing shots, and I like Jameson, so we were doing Jameson. But a couple times I would get handed a shot thinking it was Jameson, and it was Fireball, and I'd be like, oh, it was so gross. I'm not a big cinnamon. Yeah. See, for me, I I I won't shoot Jameson. I like. Yeah, to sip. I do like to sip it. I know, but we were this one girl that worked on the crew. But I've done shots. Chill, Jameson's a good shot. Yeah, we were just doing it warm. If you're gonna do a shot at like Jameson's, I say chill. Yeah, but sometimes when I used to do the chilled shots, I you'd feel it more, and it would. I I don't like a shot chilled. I, I've okay. gotten, but you know, for a while as a stand up when I go on the road, my shot of choice for a long time, I don't know why, was Southern Comfort, which is I don't know why I would do SoCo. I'd be get a beer and a SoCo back, and I'd shoot that. If I smell Southern Comfort now, I'm like, how did I do a lot of shots of that? Well, that's funny because I, I have a Super Bowl party every year, and okay. I always get a shot bottle. Okay. And one year I just figure I got something. And one year I got Fireball. This right. year I got some uh, some honey flavored Irish yep, whiskey. Yeah, There's the honey flavors are big now. But it was jet, it yeah. was like at, at CVS it was regularly like twenty nine dollars. That's a, bottle. a big. Th- the honey flavors are big. Yeah, yeah. it was nine ninety nine. Yeah, and everyone that's loved big. it. It was regularly twenty nine. I, I was like, cool. Grab. But we got Southern Comfort one year. I remember drinking Southern Comfort Manhattans. No. On my, yeah, on my birthday. Oh. Years ago, we went to this bar called The Bank in Philadelphia, and I was dressed like Uncle Fester because my birthday is <laughs> day before Halloween. Right. And I was doing them, and we were drinking, and we were doing shots. I remember getting oh. so sick in the bathroom. Oh. Like I came out, and my bald cap was like, because I had hair that was, <laughs> was half off, and my makeup was smeared down. Sweating. And, uh, yeah, Southern Comfort was crazy. And then there, I don't know, do you know Neil Bobel? No, I don't. He think was a so. comic. He was on the road a lot. He knows Chip Chinnery. He knows a lot yeah, of guys. Yeah, right. Okay. Me and him used to when we would work together. We would drink Rusty Nails. What is in that? Which is, know. when you think about it, it's Drambuie. Do you know what Drambuie is? Sure, it's, it's a, a thick... It's a scotch-flavored... Yeah, but and it's it, like thick, right? Yeah, and yeah. the other half of it's scotch. No. Oh. And you drink it on the rocks, and looking back, I'm like, yeah. But now I sort of want one of them. I'm sort of going... Now, well, that actually... See, here's the thing. I never drank scotch. I drank beer. Uh, I never drank beer as a comic, really, during shows, and then I got hired. I... I, I, I Became the spokesperson for Iron City Beer, which is the big yeah. beer in Pittsburgh. So I, I got this radio campaign where I got paid to go to bars and drink Iron City, and I could turn in my receipts if I was drinking Iron City, and they'd reimburse me, and I could go down to the brewery, and they'd give me cases. So all of a sudden, that's what made me start drinking a lot more was when I was paid to do it. So I, I was just a beer drinker, and I had a couple friends who were big golfers in Pittsburgh, and they would drink scotch, and I'd go, and ah, I just want to drink beer. And I didn't really develop a taste for scotch till literally like my mid-30s, I think. And I started because I was beer. Which I was just getting tired of beer, and it fills you up. Started drinking scotch, and I really enjoy. Uh, I like scotch, and I like Macallan. I, you know, I'll drink scotch now, but you got You can't drink it like it's beer. You got to remember it's much stronger. You know, but I, you know, I, I enjoy that a lot now. Uh, but shots, I hadn't done shots in years, but doing this show and being at spring break. It was just, you know, when in Rome. It's second nature. It was, and we were we would do shots, and, and I'd, only, I'd only do these on nights we weren't shooting the next day because I don't want to work hungover anymore. Uh, I did it for years. Not fun. Uh, but, yeah, shots. I, it, but they did kind of still party hard. If you're, you're, They would. I mean, these, these kids, I mean, we would start shooting at, we'd get out there sometimes at 10 a.m., and these kids were already, we had a bachelor party pull up on a huge boat, and they, they had already had like a 30-pack done. So, which I respect. Well, what's good for you, <laughs> what's good for you is you could go to the spring break bar and you could drink and the crew could drink because yeah. you're there shooting. Right. But if you were your oh, age be and you walked in, yeah, it'd be creepy. It'd be like, creepy I, I knew guy. a guy a few years ago, yeah. this was like eight years ago, and he's my age. And I go, what are you doing? Oh, we're going down to uh, we'll go to the Bermuda for spring break or, or, <laughs> or Mac Cancun. I go, what? Yeah. And I guess he went with his buddy. This was like eight years ago. And his buddy had a mullet. Yeah. And he didn't know mullets weren't. In fashion anymore. He didn't. So all these young kids kept yelling, Mullet. They loved him. And, he and was he, a hero. He thought he loved them, but then he found out they were making, making fun, fun of him. Of him yeah. So he wouldn't come out of his room because every time he would get yelled, Mullet. Because you can't be he the creepy. He should have grabbed scissors and cut his hair. So now, now that's that, a little creepy at that age to be on Yeah, it's like being 40. Yeah, I, was, I had a reason. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's fine. <laughs> and then, you, then people come up to you because, oh, that's guy, you know, exactly. and, they, and they've probably seen you in some other yeah, things. Yeah, so it was fine. So it's nice. <laughs> now, th- that's rap. Now, are you going back to doing stand up right now, or what are you doing now? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, 
I purposely, I listen, the, the beginning of this, the first five months of this year were amazing. I was busy. I hardly had any time off. So I purposely said most uh, June, I didn't book anything. I'm, I'm in the middle of cleaning out my attic and my garage. I got some new uh, furniture delivered that I have to put together for out back. Uh, I did redid my closets, which were filled with clothes that I hadn't worn in 10 years. Isn't that funny? When Joanne moved out here, yeah, I went a, through my closet, t-shirts. Yes. Oh my God. And I, especially cause you, cause you work on these games. Oh, and for me, I'm going through, I found, this is no lie. This was a year and a half ago. I found a t-shirt <laughs> in my closet right. from when Eric Gagne was lights out in the Dodgers. Oh, it was, yeah, but, right. But it was the one I bought like in the parking lot. Right, like the $10 one. Bucks, yeah, 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 absolutely. Bucks. And I was going through and I'm like, why do I still have this? It's, I mean, and I went through and I had, I figured I had, because I always worked, I love t-shirts, but I had probably yeah. like, I probably have about 100, maybe yeah. more in my closet, but I had like 400. But in your rotation, you wear maybe 10. Yeah, well, it's funny. Because, <laughs> you know I mean? yeah, because you forget. But then, well, what I do is for the show, I would always just wear T-shirts. And if sure. a guest brought me one, I would wear it. But then, once, then you know, you get out of the rotation. And yeah. you're right. But I sit there and you grab a T-shirt and you go, I don't feel like wearing that T-shirt. Yeah. And then the summer, I'm wearing like Stone Harbor. I wear them in New Jersey. You go stuff to your key. You go, I like this, this one. <laughs> the weird process of a community. This t-shirt, I haven't worn. This wasn't like because I've, I now have my closet organized. And I saw this one. And I remember when I bought it. I just bought this last year at the Gap. It's a blue pocket t-shirt. And I remember the arms I felt were a little weirdly cut under the arm. But I saw it today and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to wear it. And actually, I, I this might this might make the top 10 again. Or not again, but for the first time. But literally, I have all these t-shirts. And I, I got rid of. Does, there's going to be a lot of homeless people or unfortunate wearing a lot of cool t-shirts that I had. But I just wouldn't wear them anymore or they just didn't fit anymore. But I swear to God, when I open my closet and I still probably have 40 T-shirts, 50, there's only about six that I look for. And if they're dirty, I might do a load of laundry. So anyone, it's so, But I know the other ones fit because I tried them all on when I was doing the closet. And I'm like, yeah, it still fits. I might as well keep it. But I'm never going to wear it. I don't know why I kept it. But that's the kind of thing I'm doing in June. I have to go. Today I'm going to put together a couple chairs, which is going to be... I'm not very inclined at that kind of stuff. Tell me about it. I, and I freak. I Oh, no. See? Well, I, I, I get pissed. Too. I get so pissed. I'm like, oh! I remember I put an Ikea uh, yeah. dresser together yeah. once, and I put the, the screws on wrong the for the oh, for the boy. drawers, yeah. so it would have gone in upside down, and I'm like <laughs> freaking out. And, and the thing is, when you when you get pissed, and you get those little plastic things, you're when you're turning, they start it. they start chipping, yeah. and, you're, and you're, 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 your thing won't fit they in. They want that little tool. Well, I you know, I had some guys yesterday come. And Target, I got this furniture, this pool furniture Target, and they have a white glove thing where they put it together, and I didn't care what it cost. I'm like, I'm paying for that. I did that. So I they did, did that, that when I got my new furniture yeah. from the bed upstairs because so, I got the IKEA bed that right. has the bed spring already built in. Oh, nice. And I'm like, I'm not doing. And I had a big dresser that must have weighed a ton. Yeah. But what pissed me off was I pay for this and the guys leave the boxes upstairs. Oh no, my guys took. Well, they I, took go, I go, I go, on you go. No, no, we're, we're not. That's not, that, no, that's not. No. They're, they're not, but this, they're not through IKEA. They're hired. But right. You know what? I got karma because as they were leaving, I saw they left a really nice screwdriver <laughs> and I didn't say anything. Kept it. And I'm like, I kept it because if they had taken the boxes, I would have said, oh. Oh my god but yeah oh here's your so these guys these guys were great and they were out there and yesterday was like 90 degrees it was hot it's hot i kept giving them waters and stuff they were out there it was better part of hour and a half or two hours for them two guys who Five are hours. tool inclined eight hours for me you. oh my god and, and a stroke so many a stroke and my neighbors probably calling the cops on my language uh but today i'm going to take an attempt at these two chairs that weren't part of the this that you couldn't get the white glove treatment on these so i'm going to give it a shot we'll see how it goes but that's it, and I'm heading to Pittsburgh for Father's Day and my sister's big 50th birthday. So I'm going back, and I knew that, and going to see the Pirates play like six. Yeah, no, 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 literally okay. June off. Now, when you go to the Pirates, yeah, do you get like get to go down the field? Do you get some treatment? You know, I I haven't like I did with the Steelers. I had. Now, I how actually, did that happen? The Steelers, uh, the Steelers have a thing where they have a celebrity terrible towel waiver before the game that gets the crowd going, and they put you up on the scoreboard, and everyone waves their towels, and the team comes running out. So I was at a game, not this past Christmas, but two Christmases ago, and they had Chris Kirkpatrick, or one of the kids from NSYNC, who apparently was from like an hour outside of Pittsburgh, which I didn't know, or Butler, I can't remember where he was from, and uh, uh, who's the guy from Poison? Brett Michaels, he's from like- Harrisburg. Uh, he's from Harrisburg, Hershey area, right? But he's a big Steeler fan, so he did it. So I, I, wrote, I wrote, I got an email from a friend of mine in Pittsburgh who knows some of the PR people at Pittsburgh, and I went, hey, uh, I'm going to be in Christmas, this past Christmas. For the Kansas City Chiefs game, I already have tickets. I'm staying in a hotel already. I said, I'll be there. I have to. If you want to let me do it, I'll do it. 
So there were two games around Christmas, Cincinnati and KC. Guy wrote me back. He goes, hey, this might work out. About a week before, I was still in L.A., woke up. I always have emails from the East Coast, you know, because I'm waking up at, you know, 8 and it's already 11 there. So I always have. A, and I got the email saying, you're doing it. And I was like, what? So I'm on the field. And uh, I can post this video on Twitter. Uh, when will people hear this? You'll hear this on Wednesday and Thursday, and then you'll also it'll be on my website. Right. On, uh Well, on, on Fr- it'll be on okay. my website. What's today? Tuesday. It'll be on my website Thursday. Okay, so you go to Cooper Talk. CooperTalk.net. CooperTalk.net. Uh, somehow I'll get the Steeler video to Steve to put it up. So I get to wave the towel. It's me and kids from uh, the Play 60 program, which is the NFL program to get kids exercising, which is a great program, by the way. So it's all them and me. And it's like, uh, like ladies and gentlemen, our celebrity towel twirler, Pittsburgh comedian Frank Nicotero. And I'm on the board doing this. And I got to come down with my best best friend from Pittsburgh, brought him down on the sideline. We got to watch the players warm up for like two hours before the game. It was unbelievable. See, now that's cool because you're the, well, you're like the, Third guest that's done stuff like that. A guy yeah. I went to high school with, Ben Lippitz, okay. has been the uh, Pumbaa in the Lion King for 14 years. Oh, wow. He got the lead at the Philadelphia, at the Phillies game. He got the lead the seventh inning stretch. Oh, nice. And a guy I went to college with, he hasn't been on the show, he's the head coach of soccer at Northwestern University. Oh, wow. He got to throw first pitch out at Wrigley. At Wrigley. And they gave him the jersey and everything. And then Joel Murray, Bill Murray's brother, was on the show. Sure, He yeah. got to sing the seventh inning stretch. You know what? I, I'm going to go ahead. And th- I actually got to sing the seventh inning stretch. That's awesome. Now, here's how that – and by the way, uh, it was when I was doing Street Smarts. When I was doing Street Smarts and Tribune was the syndicator of the show and they owned the Cubs. So I got to do it. And uh, the next day – I go- this is years ago. I look in the paper – the next day, and a guy's like, who was this guy, Frank Nicotero, that sang the seventh? Who the heck was this? The night before, it was Bernie Mac, and then it was me. And they give you the hat that says seventh inning stretch, and you get to do a half inning play-by-play on the radio, which is a dream of mine. So I wrote the guy. I wrote the, the guy, and I said, well, I host the show Street Smarts. And the guy writes back. He goes, well, why didn't they say the Street Smarts guy? He goes, no one knew your name. He goes, I, he goes, I didn't even realize that was you. He goes, they screwed up. And he issued a retraction, like in the Chicago Sun-Times. Like, sorry. That's so Brandon funny. Brandon Cattell wrote me a letter. He's great. Uh, sorry, we didn't know who you were. Uh, go Cubs. But So I got to do that. And the Pirates, I, I'd like to inquire about a first pitch. I've never even thought about it. But that would be a dream because baseball's uh, my thing and, and football, too. But uh, I got to look into that. You so got to do that because you're, be be you're back for six games. I am. I'm back to see the Reds and the Braves play. So uh, I got to look into that. It's pro- they probably already do that. Well, see if you can get in the locker room, too. Yeah, I should. Meet the players. Oh, man. My cousin's got to meet them. My cousin is the executive producer and directs a lot of The Walking Dead right. and does all the makeup. So the Pirates are huge fans. When they played the Braves last year, they came down. My cousin nonchalantly, nonchalantly tells me two weeks later, he goes, oh, by the way, the Pirates came in. I go, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, there's this guy with a bunch of tattoos. And I go, A.J. Burnett? He goes, yeah. He goes, he's a cool dude. He stayed for like two hours. said, anytime I need tickets or anytime I want to throw out a first pitch, let me know. I'm going, are you kidding? But the, the, the truth be told, Greg has turned it down. A lot of the guys who do makeup effects, not really good athletes. <laughs> he's not a real good pitcher, so I don't think he wants to do it. Greg, I kid you. But um, I'm going to look into it. You're right. But the Pirates are hot right now. And that's what I'm enjoying. I'm going to go home and see some games and figure out the rest of the summer. Yeah, and I get to watch the Phillies. Actually, hey, you guys had a run, though. Come on. Yeah, but it's so funny because I, I have the serious, and I sit there, I want to listen to it, and I'm like, why? Yeah, it's got, yeah, hey, that like, was me for 20 years for the Pirates. Yeah, so and, I, mean, you know, I, I sit there, years. and I'll, I'll watch them when they're on uh, MLB every yeah. once in a while, and they lose. Yeah, they're yeah. not they're not good right now. I now. want to thank you for coming on. Thank you for having uh, me. I okay, always have a fast g- Give all, Give all your uh, info. Yeah, at Frank Nicotero, N-I-C-O-T-E-R-O, at Frank Nicotero on Twitter, Frank Nicotero on Facebook, FrankNicotero.com, all that stuff. Look me that's up. It. Yeah, that's, that's pontoon it. Pontoon Payday, you can find on CMT.com. Uh, I also tweet about it and live tweet when it's on. It'll be on this summer on CMT, Pontoon Payday. Uh, look for a hashtag Pontoon Payday on Twitter. I talk about it all the time on Facebook. Find me. I'll let you know. Okay, so check them out, people. Also, uh, follow me on Twitter. It's at CooperTalk. That's at CooperTalk. Go to my website, coopertalk.net, where I have about 380-something episodes up. Uh, <laughs> you can email me, cooper at coopertalk.net. I always like to get back to you. Tell me who you want to hear, stuff like that, because I'm always following it. iTunes and Stitcher, same thing. Just search Cooper Talk one word, and you'll find me, and that's easy enough. And if you're listening, just remember, you can also listen to my show. Instead of it being on your computer, use the all, all um, I mean, tune-in radio app, and uh, that will get you right to it. Huh. Type in Indy 100, and you'll hear me streaming. And also, don't forget my website, StopTheSalt.com, StopTheSalt.com. Remember, it was three years ago I got out of the hospital with my heart problem. 
Never been healthier. In fact, I'm going to see Dr. Dan today at 3.30. My cardiologist loves me. He always busts my balls because I listen <laughs> to him. I don't do any, I live a good lifestyle. But go, it's a, it's a 120 recipes. They're easy. There's no pictures to intimidate you. It's got basic recipes. You're going to find, you're not going to find stuff you Does don't have to Stop the salt, you're saying? Stop the salt. Oh, I love salt. Well, yeah, well, then you can't, then you're going to have a heart attack. Uh, no. <laughs> But don't get but go to that and buy the book stopthesalt.com. You can buy it on Amazon, you can buy it on Barnes and Noble, but buy it from my website because I'll sign it for you and I make more money. And isn't it about <laughs> me making more money? Who wants to go to Amazon when you can make more money? So anyway, I want to thank Frank Nicotero, who's gonna have a heart attack because he loves salt, oh. but that's okay. And so you maybe he'll be on again if he's alive. <laughs> but anyway, follow him on Twitter, Pontoon Payday. I'm Steve Cooper, I'm only as hip as my guest. Don't forget, drink your water, eat your vegetables, take your vitamins, talk to you guys next week.